This episode brought to you by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Coming up today, a conversation with a good friend for many years, Steve Levy, who will be the host of Monday Night Football on that chair, what that job represents, and what you think when you hear bum, 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 bum in your ear. Now's the time to celebrate football is back. And DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is putting you in the center of this weekend's action with over $8 million up for grabs across all of their contests. To kick off the season, DraftKings is giving new users a free shot at a $1 million top prize with your first deposit when you use code SVP during sign-up. Get in on the action now. Draft your lineup now and feel the sweat like never before. Every run, every pass, every catch means more with the DraftKings lineup. It's simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Nothing adds to the sweat of watching the game quite like having a shot at a million-dollar top prize. DraftKings has paid out billions of dollars to winners since 2012, so they know a thing or two about cold, hard cash. Download the DraftKings app now and use code SVP. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at the $1 million top prize and compete for over $8 million in prizes across all contests. Don't miss the extra special week one bonus. Enter code SVP to get a free shot at the $1 million top prize with your first deposit. That's code SVP only at DraftKings. Make it rain. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Also want to remind everyone to check out Bill Barnwell's podcast, The Bill Barnwell Show. Download and subscribe to The Bill Barnwell Show and SVPod wherever you get your podcasts. Let's welcome in the man who will host Monday Night Football, and it's our friend Steve Levy. And I can ask you, Steve, the same question I can ask another friend of mine from our business. About Monday night, in your ear, you will hear the most iconic music in broadcasting. And when you hear it, you know your job is to host Monday Night Football, which is one of the most iconic gigs in our business. What do you allow yourself in your mind in those moments before you speak to think? So look, I, I had the benefit of last year doing that second game of the doubleheader on the opening weekend. Yep. And I think that that really helped me. Uh, and there absolutely was a moment. It was uh, a live <laughs> billboard read. The music comes in. Our producer, Tim Corgan, gets in my ear and goes, go Steve, like that. And I'm like, well, I'm not ready yet. You know, more beats of music. Go, Steve. Greasy Let it and breathe. Riddick, Let right. it breathe, right? Greasy and Riddick are looking at me like, you know, go, go, go. They're I'm like, I got this. I know. This is my moment. And Monday Night Football is brought to you by, you know, Buick or whatever it was. But uh, it was so cool. Uh, you can get lost in the music. And let's just say that I'm very happy I had that one game under my belt. Um, that's going to go a long way for, for me and, and Brian and Lewis. You know, that was our first time in the booth together. Uh, I think that's going to really help us this season. But now it's your gig. Like, if it's an apartment, you can take stuff out of boxes and you can try to figure out what you want to do to make it feel like yours. And I know how much reverence you have for the job. And I also know you weren't angling to take anyone's job. You know, it, it should be, if you won't say it, I will. You weren't trying to take anyone's seat. Uh, ours is a weird business. And when they call your number, you step forward and you do the best that you can. Yeah, look, and I appreciate you saying that, Scotty. And I've told a lot of people, I was very happy doing the number three college game for us. And I, I always said, if that was, if that was it, then I, that's a really good career. I do the third best college football game we get every weekend. And that's great. And then this came about. So listen, I, I think it's going to evolve, Scott. 
and certainly for us, for our group, you know, uh, what you hear from us in week one won't be the same as we get halfway through the season. Um, I, I like to think we're going to come out of the gate, you know, strong and solid and just and sort of, you know, bare bones a little bit. There are some other things sort of working against us, uh, like they are working against all NFL broadcasters this season, you know, hashtag 2020. And so um, I think it's an unfinished product that will take some time. We will need some time to gel. We've got veteran producer, veteran director, however, they're pretty much rookies on Monday Night Football as well. Phil Dean's done over 20 years producing a, a national semifinal on the college side. And, uh, and Jimmy Platt's in his second year. So, you know, the rock is Salters, right? Lisa's her ninth season <laughs> mm -hmm. here on Monday night, and, and she's going to have to show us the ropes. But it's, it's going to be a work in progress. I think we'll be good week one, but, you know, we can get better from there. All right, Leaves, you've, uh, you've been known to go to events a little bit earlier that you're calling than the normal broadcasters, right? Like Saturday games, you would, you, would, you would petition to show up like on Tuesday to get a feel of the city, you know, and all that stuff. Now, Monday Night Football, you know, yeah. we, we, we got a lot more eyeballs. What, what's our travel? What's our travel plan? What, you and Greasy, when's that first sit-down dinner going to happen? Yeah, uh, probably, uh, I'm probably not going to go home the entire season, go right <laughs> from each Monday night game, from wherever I am on Tuesday morning to the next week. You know, Vegas is coming up week two. You might, oh, you might have heard. So, that's a straight, straight. Um, so it's, it is interesting. We're going to go – I'm already in Denver now, so we're going to get okay. a little early, uh, earlier start. I think traditionally we would go on Saturday and go to the home team's practice. But, you know, that's kind of out the window. There's, yeah. there's no going to the practice. There's, uh, there's no meetings with the coach. We'll do it on Zoom uh, with the players and the coaches and that kind of thing. Um, but it's going to be a little different. And, listen, quite honestly, you know, the good times and the dinners, I mean, that, that's also not happening. That is just yeah. that is where we are. Uh, honestly, I just got tested. I landed. I came okay. to the hotel. I dumped my bags, went down, and we had my first ever COVID test. How was and it? Now, not fun, you know. Yeah. Not they enjoyable. Put that thing up your nose? Yes, not that far up it. Okay. A little, a little far up it. And, um, but it was uncomfortable. It was weird. And um, so we are quarantining for 24 hours. Got it. And then, and then we'll see where we're at then, you know. So it's, it's a tricky, tricky thing. Um, I saw photos, videos of you guys doing rehearsals in Bristol. Yeah. Um, what You've been doing game. You've done hockey, which I think is still the, the toughest thing in the world. And, and you were awesome at it back in the day. And obviously – uh, you took over the college football thing, but now Monday Night Football. What do you What are you trying to get? I mean, McShay. I'm going to say McShay was the glue of that crew last year. No offense, okay. No, now, you don't have. You, know, you don't have. You don't have him. All right, but yeah. when you're when you're in rehearsals, I know the producers want their own thing, okay. But what makes you feel good? About, I mean, well, you know, you got two great, great guys with you. But what makes you feel, you know, like? All right, we're, we're, this is sustainable, not sustainable, but like we got some st stability. I feel good about this. Let's go. I'm hoping that comes this season, right? I mean, mm -hmm. I'm hoping, you know, halfway through the season, man, I'd like to be ready for week three. I think, I think we have the best game of the entire NFL calendar, you know, uh, Kansas city at Baltimore. Yep. So, um, listen, what wh I want it to be seamless. That's what I want. I want, you know, I, I don't want us to step on each other and, and greasy and I have the four years of experience together mm -hmm. And again, Lewis, we did the one game last year. I've worked with Lewis a ton on Sports Center, yep. Super Bowl weeks, all those kinds of things. The guy is super cerebral. In fact, honestly, football wise, I think Greasy and Riddick are two of the smartest football analysts we have and maybe are in the country. 
Um, and Lewis brings that other side too, right? So yeah, I really do believe, and people argue all, I think you need a head coach or a quarterback in the booth, my personal opinion. Okay. But now we have the defensive side, and Riddick also gives you the player personnel, front office guy, uh, putting rosters together, drafting, cap, that kind of stuff. So I sort of think we have it all covered. Uh, I'm kind of a minimalist when it comes to these kinds of things. Like, I'm going to try to get the score right, you know. I'm going <laughs> I'm to focus on the two teams. I really am. And if ever, you know, and people are concerned about three voices – in a year where, you know, minimal crowd, if you have any crowd at all, yeah. there's no laying out on third down to try to get you know, a false start for the visiting offense. This is the year that three uh, solid voices definitely could work. So uh, I, what I've been saying is I think we are set up. We are in a position to be successful. I Good. think we have the right group. And listen, I know the knock. We're like, you know, it's the, uh, it's the game manager for the quarterback, right? It's taken as an insult to those guys. And, uh -huh. you know, I'm kind of okay with that. If we were the safe pick or whatever that was, like, because we're going to do a good job. And the, yeah. the goal is to come out good and then eventually at some point turn that into great and, and see where we go from there. You watched the game, obviously, last night. What were yeah. your – what were your – what's your – uh, you know, your take back from, from watching that and knowing that you know, you're in Al's seat on Monday night. Yeah, I'm still not comfortable with that sentence. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that's probably not going to be the case. But listen, I, listen, I watched Al close, and I've watched Al my entire life, right? Yeah. I definitely watched closer last night. Okay. How does Al handle this? How does Al handle that? And playing with Chris and all that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I'm much more in tune with that. Um, it was interesting. They had the crowd there, so there were some yeah. 16,000 fans. I thought they sounded really loud yes. and that there was no enhanced audio, and, and we will have that. And to me, if they're going to enhance the audio, and again, what's in the stadium is different from what's going to be on the broadcast. Correct. Um, in the stadium, there's a kind of murmur, I guess, which sounds like the players and the coaches really enjoy, so it's different than any kind of practice. Mm -hmm. But on television, it could sound close to what you're used to hearing and therefore the mix in my headset could sound relatively normal okay and I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you know this already but for fans who aren't aware the nfl's done a like, done a great job with a lot of this stuff they have the taped audio from each stadium unique audio from the last five seasons so when we get a jets home game you will hear the j-e-t-s jets okay and, you know, fly eagles fly and all that so so i think it's going to sound somewhat normal at home therefore in my headset. And so that was a concern for me. What's it going to sound like? So again, different yesterday, last night with Al having 16,000 there. Uh, I'll be watching with, uh, with interest some of the Sunday games where there's no crowd at all, you know? Can you hear me? Yeah. You've never sound better. <laughs> How's my mic? Good. It sounds like rock hold. Am I okay? It's actually pretty damn good. Yeah. <laughs> I wish people at home could see what happened. So just a quick Cliff's notes of what in just – you guys know this already, but how big an idiot's Van Pelt? I have to bring the laptop home to do the, to do the podcast. Don't bring the charge cord. Cord dies in the middle of an answer. I'm scrambling around my house. Get my wife's laptop. Try to log in with that. The C doesn't work, so I can't log into that. So now I'm holding an iPad. I'm listening to some very interesting Q&A. And then I realize I'm not sharing my video, so no one has any idea that I'm here. But I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I don't want to double up on questions because when we were leaving, I was listening in as you were talking about Al and, and the game in Kansas City. And, and just I'm interested because I did golf leaves from the PGA Championship. And, like, the thing I think – you're a play-by-play guy. I'm not. Okay, I, I do golf. Anyone could do golf. All you do uh, is say, anyone, Steve, you just say to 12. <laughs> That's all you do. And then you, the, the, the producer wants you to lay out so you can hear the rattle of the club. Like, anyone could do golf. So, <laughs> I, But, but I, I, what I love about you is you're so good at, at making it feel big. Mm. And you make it feel big, but so does the crowd. And the crowd creates – an energy that I think you can tap into. And absent that, how do you, like, I thought Breen had a great answer that he's like, he's into it no matter what, but you know, I just wonder how do you like ride your own volume to make sure you're not like yelling or conversely, like you're just kind of laying it up. You know what I mean? Like, how do you find the, the right balance? Yeah, it's, it's going to take some time. And, and one of my first concerns really was in an empty stadium that I'm going to scream touchdown and, you know, the players are going to look up from the sideline at me. So, you know, <laughs> hey, can you tell Levy to turn it down? We can hear him, you know. Uh, I talked to Michael Kay, our pal Michael Kay, and he said he was really worried about the same thing at Yankee Stadium. And it turned out none of the players on the field could hear him. <laughs> and in these massive stadiums, they probably won't be able to hear me. But, yeah, I don't want to be the fool that screams, touchdown, and there's no other sound there. You know, like I'm doing it in the shower, you know. So, sure. <laughs> So yeah, it's gonna it's gonna take some time, man. It's 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 definitely and and the audio guy in the truck and that mix <laughs> the headset uh, will play a key role. But I I'm normally excitable. I think as right. you guys know, yeah. Uh, I think uh, you know I like the night games. Yeah, you do. That's worth you know the lights come <laughs> on, the people are revved up, the parking yeah. lot's been flowing yeah. early, uh, so it's still a night game. Uh, there'll be a lot less traffic in the parking lot and in the stadium, though. Too. The, 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 you, you mentioned having, you know, a, a kind of a test run, so to speak, last year with this group. But yeah. you and Greasy, and you can say we were the third best crew. Like, you guys are a great crew, and you and McShay and the whole, your whole group, you guys had a great dynamic. But just having a guy, like, again, I just say with golf, Andy North and I worked together forever. He can finish my sentences. We're like an old married couple. So you and Greasy have been together so long that I, how much does that help just to find the right rhythm and cadence that you're trying to develop? Listen, it only helps when we can make Lewis part of that. We, we have to For make sure. sure it's not Levy, Greasy, and Lewis. You know what I mean? So uh, that really helped. So last year, you know, we did the one game, but we did get to hang out, right? We went to Raiders camp which, by the way, was, was very nice out in wine country there. Mm. We spent a week at Broncos camp as well and all that. And so, so there was sort of that camaraderie. And you, you know, you can't fake chemistry. You really can't. And so it's going to take some time. Like, you know, I, I feel like I'm getting repetitive. You know, what you see in week one is well, not going to be the same thing you see in week seven or week, or week nine. Uh, but I think we're off to a good start. I think the three of us also, uh, a three-man booth, you cannot have ego. And that was really the win when it came to Greasy and McShay. Listen, Brian Greasy, national championship, you know, in Michigan, 11-year NFL guy, eight-year starter, Super Bowl, and, you know, pretty big-time quarterback. And if he, you know, if he didn't want to buy in to the Todd McShay uh, sideline analyst thing, that was not going to work. It just wasn't because McShay's microphone is open pretty much. And so Greasy being, you know, 
an American champion in every single way. It's disgusting how good a guy he is. He makes me feel awful be about myself when I hang out with him. He's one of those guys, you know? Uh, not Ernie Johnson level, but kind of like EJ, yeah. that kind of thing, right? So, right? so that's how it works. And I, I feel like Lewis is the same way. Uh, obviously, you know, my, my strength in this, people are like, hey, what's your style? Like, I don't really have a style. You know, get out of town sucks. You know, like nobody's putting that on a T-shirt or a hat. You know, it's awful. So, my, you know, my strength is really, and listen, I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'm a little humble, but it's the truth. I know what I don't know, right? Yeah. So I'm not going to, I'm not trying to fool anybody. I'm not going to hit anybody over the head with this stuff. So I am going to defer to the two guys who have lived it their entire lives to my right, six and 12 feet away from me. And again, I'm going to, I'm going to try to get to commercial on time and take a count, you know? <laughs> Uh, we do have to mention what the streak. The streak's over this year, right? You and Melrose. Oh, I thought you were. Gonna, I thought you were going Bahamas Bowl on me. I'm still trying. No, to no, no, no. That's still in the bio, right? Is it still in the bio? <laughs> yeah, I'm not changing that, man. Okay, that. good. But you and uh, Melrose, what is? It's over, yeah, right? How many years? Good. Uh, every year since '94. There was one uh, work stoppage, so that wasn't our fault. That was yep. the only Stanley Cup we missed. Uh, my understanding is we have the great Emily Kaplan uh, covering the Stanley Cup final. She is She's in the so bubble good. in Edmonton. Yeah, does so a great good. job. And uh, she mentioned there could be some form of representation, let's say, which would be nice. You know, I was hoping Barry would get to Bristol uh, during the Cup final from his palatial home studio somewhere in the state of Florida. I don't yeah. know if that's happened, and if that was the case. You know, maybe on a, a Wednesday or Thursday, I try to sneak in and try to keep the streak alive that way. But it doesn't look good. Yeah. So. Right. Well, it's a, that's been a hell of a run, that partnership and that Absolutely. friendship. And, and I, I, we, would, we wanted to just keep this brief, but we wanted to just – I'm going to – I would say this if you weren't here, but I'm going to say it with you sitting here, I'm going to embarrass you. Um, ours is a business where ego can get in the way, and it can be – people can be teammates because they're worried about who gets to take the shot. The reason everybody that I know has has wanted you to get this shot and is rooting for you is because you're a phenomenal teammate. Share the ball, can take the big shot, make the big shot. You can say get out of town sucks, but you got the profitas <laughs> that you make stuff feel big, man. And on Monday in Denver, when the music's in your ear and you're getting ready to talk, lay out, man, and and, and feel that moment and know that that's your chair and you're going to be great at it and know that your boys on this podcast. And all the people back in our shop are really, really sincerely and genuinely thrilled for you. Not saying it because we're supposed to. We're telling you that because we mean it. And I, I believe you know that. Scotty and Steve, I, you know, listen, I appreciate your support uh, both here and, and more importantly, you know, off camera and on the texts and the, and the cell phone and all that stuff. And so, uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Everybody's been great. And, and that's been the cool part about this, man. And you guys get this. Like, you know, it's time to start talking football now. But mm -hmm. But in the last month, it's been, you know, my buddies from fourth grade, my, my mom and dad, uh, the joy in telling my kids and their reaction. And that, that's, that's the real relationship stuff. That's what it's really about. Mm -hmm. You know, this is kind of the job, and it's a great job for all of us, but it's not who we are. And so, um, but I'm, I'm ready. I can't wait for that first holding penalty, you know, that first booth <laughs> challenge. Like, let's, let's play the game, you know? Yeah. Well, look, Just, man, don't, don't screw up the toss to Sports Center after the game because you know who's on. Yeah. Yes, I will. <laughs> I will. Yeah, hold those, those ratings for you. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, yeah, we'll, well, I'm going to ask for it on 
camera because you are a rating spike. We're just going to try to hang on to that as long as we can. But give them hell. We'll be talking to you on Monday night. Travel safe, Steve, and have fun. You hear? All right. Thanks again, fellas. You guys be well. Levy's one of the good guys, and he's got a lot of great friends. To me, you know how good a dude is by how loyal his friends are and the kind of guys that would, that would smack in the head with a, with a rock if they thought you meant to do their guy wrong. Uh, Levy's has got a, a deep, deep roster of guys from Boston all over the place that uh, have his back, and we're in that crew. So we look forward to hearing him. It's week one, Steve, and I know that you have prepared. I don't know if this is like Scott on the spot. Pew, 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 pew. Or if it's just a bunch of NFL questions, because so much of my, what I'm thinking about is fantasy related, which I know is just annoying, but what do you got for me on your list of questions? No, so we were going to do the other night, we were going to do, a t like we were, I think, I don't know if it was going to be the two minute drill, but it was going to be something in two minutes. And we were going to try, I was going to try and throw as many NFL questions at you rapid okay. fire, just to get right. some reactions. So we didn't end Go. up finally getting to on the show. So I still have these and I wanted to pick your brain. So I just wrote down a question about every single team in the AFC. So we're going to go. You ready? I No, but I'll try. Maybe we could get one of those primetime beds to pick up the pace. Like, yeah. All right. Here we go. AFC East, we're starting right here. I can't hear the questions. So I'll stop doing the music. All right. What do you like most about the Patriots offense? Um, that Cam Newton gets to work with Bill Belichick, and I think it's going to be – I think people have no idea what it's about to be. Does having Stephon Diggs put too much pressure on Josh Allen to throw the football? Stephon would like the ball. <laughs> he would like – I'm over here, and I'm open because I'm on the field. Uh, that's a really interesting question. Yeah, I think it kind of does. I think you got a guy that would like the football. And, yeah, that's going to be interesting to see. Make sure okay. he gets touches. Lots of touches. How do you feel about what the Jets have surrounded Sam Darnold with? What, these the guy that they drafted from Baylor that can't play because he's hurt? And per Perriman's knees hurt? I mean, I don't know. They got some, like, on paper there's some stuff, but on paper ain't on the field. Like, mm. they need some dudes that can line up with them. I, I mean, I, I, pa I pass until I have some version of them on the field that I can assess. Okay. Will the Dolphins be better than last year's five and eleven? Yes. Whoa! I, I said they. I crushed them after the zero and two start. And by the way, they got outscored like one hundred and two to ten. They deserve to be crushed. But they won five of their last nine, which doesn't sound like a lot. But yeah, yeah, they're gonna be. They'll be better. Who wins the AFC East? New England, because they do every year. <laughs> yeah. All right. AFC North. Who's the most important player on the Ravens besides Lamar Jackson? <sighs> Oh, my God. It's probably someone on – who's the – I mean, Marlon Humphrey's my answer. Okay. Big Ben, assess. Going to sling it all day and night. I think he's going to have a big year. Also, I picked him in several fantasy teams, so I hope he does. <laughs> Very but aren't good. they just going to chuck it all over the field? Why not? Who isn't? I think everybody's going to. Are you still Why there? Wouldn't you? I'm here. Okay. Don't worry. I'm, 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 just keep asking questions. Are we going to get Baker Mayfield from year one or year two? No, we're going to get year three with Stefanski calling plays. They're going to be run heavy, take some of the pressure off his back. He won't give have big numbers, but they'll be better. Perfect. Who is the that? most Who is the most important to Joe Burrow's development? They, Mixon has to be able to be a threat. They, like, in order for him to pass, you have to think that they might run. Mm -hmm. And so, I, so Mixon needs to be good enough. 
that he's that 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 you honor and that you respect that he could run. Okay. Uh, who wins? Who wins the AFC North? Baltimore. Okay. Uh, we saw a little bit last night. Expectations for David Johnson in Houston. Um, I think he's better than people think. Like you're never going to justify in people's minds the fact that they traded New Hopkins, but the get back was more than like people act like they got an old tire. Yeah. I think that that's. <laughs> that's a great way that, to put it. I think that that's um, that's incorrect. So. Okay. Can Tannehill do it again? Sure. I mean, do what again? Playoffs. Uh, ooh, that's that's a lot to ask. Okay. All right. Philip Rivers with an offensive line. Assess. He's got a chance to be on the sneaky side of things this year. I think their their ability to run it um, is. I don't know. He he'll be he'll be better than he was last year. Like people are ready to give up on him. Mm-hmm. He'll he'll be better than he was last year. I think maybe considerably better. Okay. Best Jags fantasy player besides Chark or Minshew? LaVisca. The rookie. Chenault? Pick him up. They're going to love him it. all over the field. He's going to be running around doing who knows what. You know what I love about Chenault? What? He was the Wildcat quarterback for for Colorado in college. Watch out. Sneaky extra touches. Put him out there and let him run around. Who wins the AFC South? The Colts. All right. All right, here, let's go to the West. How do you beat the Chiefs? Lock Mahomes in a, in, uh, <laughs> in a trunk. Like, make it like a David Blaine stunt where you, you put him somewhere and you, you try to escape. I mean, what are you going to do? Look at what they they, did. they ran it 100 times on Thursday night. Like, they don't even need to. He threw for 211 yards. It doesn't matter. Like, I, honestly, I don't know what you do. I mean, you pressure him, but then it seems like anytime you get a stop, there's a flag. I don't know what you do. All right. Favorite of the new weapons, Drew Locke has. I think Judy's a monster, man. Like, uh, Hamler, the kid from Penn State, if he can stay healthy, like, don't sleep. Like, he's not a big dude, but he's gone, man. That guy can fly. Uh, but I don't – I think he was injured in, in camp. Um, but Judy – like, Judy comes in as polished a route runner as people have seen, and – you know, the thing that will be interesting about him and Jefferson and Ruggs and all these SEC guys that, that, that come in is uh, you're not going to replicate that because you're playing against NFL defenders. But how much of how good you were was just how many other good people you were surrounded by and that Bama and LSU are typically better than anybody they play. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's always interesting to me see yeah. how, how you translate. But I really think Judy's got a chance. Okay. It was, he was uh, the topic of my new favorite fantasy team name I saw. It was called Send Judes. Oh, I'm so glad I'm old. That was so I'm good. not out there getting reckless. Uh, who will lead the Raiders in catches this year? Renfro. Wow, okay. All right, and finally, if Tyrod Taylor got the Bills to the playoffs, what do you expect with far better toys to play with in where are they? Los Angeles? The problem is, the I just I think there's too much depth. Like, the Chiefs are just pencil them in. There's nobody yeah. beating them. So now, like, I'm not looking at the Chiefs. I'm looking at all the other people that they're competing with to get to get to the playoffs. But, like, look, they think enough of him that they said he's our guy. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Herbert's not the guy yet. Um, but I, I just I think that anyone that just assumes that the Chargers are gonna 
like take a step back from what what they were last year like they couldn't win close games yep. so i'm i don't feel like that i don't know if they're going to be better but like the idea that they're going to be substantially worse i don't buy that at all i think i mean look i think the last thing we saw with taylor was him get some get get uh bypassed in cleveland by mayfield so people just act like he's a bum i don't think he is that at all totally agree that was it that's it you did every team in the afc how about that well that was fun yeah AF afc rapid fire yeah maybe N we'll do nfc next week no one cares about it next week yeah right, well, week one overreactions to nfc teams next week there you go we'll we'll we'll, we'll overreact to the nfc next week that was a quick clips notes on the afc what was my what was my best uh, take? The thing you agreed with the most that I said. The thing I agree with the most is Roethlisberger because I've been asking people if Roethlisberger and Cam Newton have both been drafted in their fantasy leagues, uh -huh. and like I don't think I've met one person that has had both drafted. Who's Cam Newton? Newton. There's a T in there. Newton. Say it again. Cam Newton. <laughs> spell that spell how you just said that n-e-w-dash-i-n newton newton yeah <laughs> it's like an apostrophe after the w you're not capable of saying newton although newton. i don't think i think i don't think i say newton either but I no one I, says it there's kind of a t when i say it you there's zero t i will tell people that it's elair i've got confirmation from lsu folks so start saying the guy's name right and we did well, last night. Al, Al Michaels did like about halfway through. And maybe somebody from LSU got to him and said, Hey, Al. Al hold that, ain't no hold that tiger. Ain't hell yeah. It's Elia. <laughs> Al Michael. Get Al Michaels on the phone. Somebody tell him ain't no ancient Elia. Coach, it's spelled with an H. I know, but we don't say no H down here. Except when we say yeah. I'm going to get a ham sandwich. Um, all right. That's uh, this. We're done for this week. Just a little, little. Uh, it's like a tapas, little NFL tapas here. Little, little taste. Little. Winners again this week. What did we give out? I gave out Western Kentucky against Louisville, and I gave out Atlanta uh, from the NFL on the field. I think Atlanta wins the game on the field. So I, okay. I I'm, I, I'm depressed. I mean, like we all are. There's the fact that there's no Big Ten and Pac-12 doesn't bother me as much. I know it bothers you more, obviously, having played for Stanford. But just like the fact that we're gonna play football and those conferences aren't going to play is really going to the, the reality of how heavy it sucks is going to really start to land um just like trying to go through the slate they're just i don't have i mean i could have given out a ton of picks but i don't know what the hell's going on as mm -hmm. evidenced by giving out middle tennessee last week um they scored zero and that's Army's in the past though that's in the that's past true. we're getting better eyes on, eyes on the future uh we're looking at the windshield not the rear view Giddy up. NFL week one is here. We will talk to you guys next week. SV pod. We'll see you on sports center all throughout the weekend and uh, next week, follow Monday night football. Thanks to Steve Levy coming by. Go get him, big boy.